episode of Hammering Down. I'm your host, Kaylor Hodges. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, I'm having a great time right now. I, On one side of my screen, I'm recording. On the other side of the screen, I'm currently watching the Bengals-Chiefs game. Um, as you guys probably seen from my Twitter, um, if you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter, at Kaylor Hodges. Um, I'm a massive Bengals fan, always have been. So just the fact that we scored... It's honestly just massive for me. So, obviously, I want to get to the Super Bowl. I record with some guys out in uh, Northern Cal on a show called Take the Rope. Check that out as well. Um, and they're 49ers fans, so there is a chance that we could have a Take to, take the Rope Super Bowl, which would be, uh, be pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. But, anyway... There's a lot to talk about. I am currently back in my other recording space. I say my other recording space. I'm at home. Um, I am currently freezing, but I have no way to get to a coffee shop or to a place I can record because my truck uh, is in the shop. The brakes just stopped working, which it's not great, (laughs) but... Um, it's getting fixed. Hopefully I'll get that back soon. So today might be a quicker episode because honestly, I really just want to jump back into my covers and get warm. But until then I need to get this out. So there's a little bit of news out there and right now it is mainly just JJ Williams signed with, uh, FC Tulsa. Uh, there are some people who are really upset by this, and there are some people who are who are just like, ah, we didn't lose anything. He wasn't that good anyway. Um, I think I am firmly in the middle. Basically, I think that we lost a great talent in J.J. Williams, and I'm really sad because he's a guy from Alabama. It always sucks to lose a guy from Alabama. As of now, you know, as a, except for our academy guys like Jackson Rebell, we don't have anybody on the team from the state of Alabama, which is the first time, I think, all three years? Yeah, all three years. I mean, this is the first time. So it really sucks. Obviously, I hope Jackson plays and we can keep that streak going because it's really important to me that we keep some – Homegrown talent, whether it's Birmingham or just in the state, that's really important to me. But here's the thing. We didn't really use him well. I think that J.J., I mean, let's be honest, we signed his replacements. Mackie and Eddie are both mm-hmm. just, but they were both his replacements. They're tall guys, not as tall as J.J. J.J. is built like a linebacker, but... They're tall guys who can jump, who can get really, really physical, who have decent on-the-ball skills and decent passing. That's that's JJ. We signed two of his replacements. We now have two JJs on the team. And frankly, I think a guy like Eddie um, is going to be more likely to be successful with us because I think he's going to be a solo striker. We never really did that experiment with JJ. We did for one year, but JJ was just too 
too aggressive for Legion in year one. And then from there, you know, we ended up having other guys take roles. He came into his team late, just like he did in year one. But other guys were going up top for us. And then, you know, and then year three, we have, or even in year two, yeah, we had Nico, who was obviously going to go up top. And then we had uh, Nico and Junior, which meant JJ had to play some ring, some, blah, 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 blah. I was going to say right winger and left winger, but then I was just going to say winger, and it just came out as ringer. God, who lets me talk into microphones? Well, I mean, I guess it's free. I don't have an employer, but someone really should stop me. Anyway, I digress. Um, this is a really, really interesting situation for JJ because he's not a winger. He's really not. I think, and I've said this a lot, I think he would work really well as a as kind of a, a trailing target man or even just allow him to be kind of a pseudo 10 where he wins the ball in the midfield and aerials because no one's going to beat him in the midfield. Duh. Um, he has a really good first touch, really good passing. And I think that his ability to pass the channels is really, really impressive. And I think it would have worked really well to have him either be the one to get the assist or be the late runner into the box and let him get his head on it or maybe even afford him enough time for him to touch it down and take a shot. But we'll see if that's how FC Tulsa uses him. I wish that's how we used him. That would have been his best role, but it... Quite frankly, we set up our attack to fit Junior and kind of Nico, but mainly Junior. In hindsight, it was obvious that we wanted to get a half a million dollar transfer fee. But, you know, at the time, it wasn't that obvious to us. One thing that's interesting, though, is uh, Jose Gallegos. I think it's his, how you pronounce his last name. He was the uh, former... Uh, San Antonio FC player, and I say former because he just signed for $552,000, which makes him the record USL transfer fee, uh, already beating Junior. So it's really nice to see that the USL is starting to sell more and more players, which for guys that we um, have signed, uh, like uh, Connor Rand. Uh, I feel like, I, oh no, dang it, I've already messed up his name, I'm sorry, Corcoran, it's Corcoran, I had to look it up, I felt so bad, I don't want to, I don't want to mess up people's names like that, I feel like it's rude, even though I do it anyway, I hate when I do it, Um, but it really shows other leagues that we're willing to sell, and if these guys end up panning out, I mean, I think uh, Jonathan Gomez just got a, a appearance today for Real Sociedad. Um, so obviously these youngsters are turning out for other leagues. Uh, Alfonso Davies, obviously, he ended up being with the Whitecaps one for a little bit, I think. But I digress. This This is all leagues that we're showing that we can produce real talent, and that's really important. Um, but with JJ gone, the question got brought up of like, what talent do we need to sign? Um, right now we need a right back. 
I've said this so, 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 so many times. We need a right back. Um, I mean, if, J- if Johnny comes back, that'd be great. But I think that no matter what, we need a right back anyway. At the very least, they become a backup role to Johnny. Um, best case scenario is that we can move the new right back over to where um, Ryan James is and let Ryan James play in the middle of the park and then have Johnny in the right side. Or we, um, you know, Johnny doesn't come back and we have a starting, we have a starting player. I'll play in the right back position. Granted, now this is something I was actually talking about with some people, and this is a different side tangent. But to me, I feel that the philosophy that Coach Tommy Sohn has brought into build or into coaching this team is different than the players that Jay Heaps has been signing. And if they truly are working together, maybe Tommy. Maybe Tommy doesn't actually, this sounds so rude. This sounds extremely rude, and I don't want it to. Maybe he doesn't, what he likes to watch and what he's impressed by is different than what he wants out of a team. Because what I've seen out of Coach Sohn is that he likes a good, strong defense. Makes sense. He was a defender. And from there, he wants to distribute the ball to the wings maybe get the ball into the middle of the park to to a number 8 or some kind of number 10 and then distribute the ball back into the wings and have the ball come in as a as either a low or a high cross I, I don't know if that makes sense I wish I had the ability to show you guys kind of like what cuz I'm doing stuff with my hands but basically strong defense impenetrable defense play to the wings, let the right or left back decide if they want to move to the middle of the park. If they do move into the middle of the park, then the player in the middle can decide whether to go play the ball over top or just move the ball out to the wings. If the fullbacks decide to keep pushing the ball up the wings, they can just simply lay the ball off to some wingers up top and then have, and no matter what, in both situations, if the ball goes into the wing areas again, the ball is going to come in either to the uh, front of the box on a low cross or a lofted ball near the post. Um, That's kind of what his style tends to be. You see that that's very indicative of the uh, 4-2-3-1 or the 4-3-3. But we look at our signings, and until this year, we've never really signed players who do that. I mean, Ryan James played center midfield in like midfield areas when he was at Pittsburgh. And if you go to Football Forge um, and check out his website, he does heat maps. And you can see that James does that where he does like to gravitate towards the middle of the park. That's where he's comfortable. I mean, Bruno Lapa, it's obvious. I mean, he's a one of the best midfielders in the USL. I know last year he wasn't perfect all the time, but he was also hurt. I mean, we were lost without him. But again, another middle of the park player, um, Thomas Van Canseel. Uh, he is, can be a center back. He can be a midfielder, uh, 
pretty good center uh, defensive mid. Um, you know, another middle of the park guy. Prosper Kasim is an inside forward. He's not a true winger. He's going to try to get into the box of some kind. I mean, Junior Flemings is the perfect example of this, of where if you watch Junior, he's never on the outside of the box trying to pass the ball in, trying to cross the ball in. He gets to the corner of the box. He does his diagonal run to the middle of the box. And when I say corner, I don't always mean the exact corner of it, but that's kind of where he lines up to. And then towards the like D on the top of the box or already in the box, like he does a diagonal run to that spot where he is in the dead middle of the park. These are not players that try to exploit the wings. The only true wing player we've had is Johnny Dean. And it really just seemed like we were, were confused on what we want. Because if we wanted to play in the middle of the park, we could legit go, f- oh, I'm going to mess up math, 4-2-2-2. Two, two, two. Yeah, yeah, 4-2-2, two, two. yeah. And I feel like that could actually work really well with the players that we've brought in in the past, but this year not so much because uh, Enzo Martinez and uh, Marlon are both solid players. I say solid. They are truly all USL players who can exploit those wings. We have a pretty good defense. I genuinely believe that now that Forrest Lasso is gone to Sweden, I think the Legion have the best back line in the East. Now, whether we're better than uh, Orange County, I don't know. They're stupid. But I digress. We're signing players that fit what a coach Sohn wants. And I know we haven't been signing these big names that we did last year or years past, like a Ryan James, like a Nico Brett, like a Junior Flemings. But... It feels like we're signing the right players. I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. And we're going to have to see who comes in at right back. Because we're all expecting a one-for-one basically replacement of Johnny Dean. But if we end up getting another Ryan James, not a bad idea. I mean, Ryan James is a phenomenal player. I thought his best games last year came as a right midfielder, not as a right or left midfielder, not as a left back. But... Specifically, when we were in the three-five-two or in the three-four-three, which y'all have heard me rant about a hundred times, um, I just think that I, I think I think we're just seeing that there's something conflicting on signings and actual club mentality, if that makes sense. But what do I know? They're smarter than I am. I'm just the one watching on TV. Um, something else we need. <laughs> I know that was a long rant. Something else we need to sign is we definitely need two more center backs. We only have two center backs on the roster. Technically, we have three with Van Conceal. But um, let me double check that, actually, because maybe I'm wrong. Uh, t- uh, yeah, we only have three center backs with Van Conceal. Uh, uh, Fanwell Cavita and Alice Cronali, but we definitely need at least two more because I have a feeling that uh, Thomas is going to end up being uh, in the middle of the park as a center defensive mid or even just a normal midfielder. Um, 
But we'll see. We'll see on that. Last one is we just definitely need some more, some more midfield help. I think that last year with our injury crisis showed that you can never have too many midfielders, specifically probably young ones. And I know that's why uh, Corcoran was brought in. Uh, same with Eli, who really started showing out last year. We have a lot of midfielders, but and like Mikey and Bruno and Anderson. Y'all get what I'm saying, but you can always use more, basically. And maybe we get some of the academy guys some more play. The last thing I'm going to kind of talk about is I made uh, my way-too-early power rankings. And my initial rankings were Loose City, Tampa Bay, Miami, Legion, 901, Charleston, Pittsburgh, Tulsa, Indy, Detroit, Hartford, and MLS, two sides. Um, I got a lot of heat for that. Not a lot, actually. There were a few people that agreed. But some people think I have Birmingham too high. Um, I'm kind of a homer, so fair um and i definitely got a lot of heat for pittsburgh as low as they are i totally forgot that they signed dan kelly who is the all-time leading scorer in usl history i totally forgot that that happened in my spreadsheet that i made he is still with chat or charlotte um i totally missed that so because of that i'm slopping pittsburgh with 901 meaning I think that Pittsburgh is the fifth-best team in the East. Dan Kelly is nice. Bob Lilly is a genius. But the rest of the squad doesn't – Cicerone is a great player. But overall, I'm not very impressed by the squad. Um, the reason I'm switching 901 to Pittsburgh and why I'm dropping 901 that much, I was really high on their League 1 players that they've signed. I think their League 1 players are fantastic. But we don't know how they're going to do with the transition. I was so high on those players that I didn't even think about them having to make the transition. I just assumed that I was like, oh, yeah, USL, they're fine. They're good players. Did not even cross my mind, so I dropped them a little bit lower. Loudon is making a little bit of noise. I have their an MLS 2 side, I believe, the Union, Philadelphia Union. Um, but... I don't know. They're making some noise. I think they look really good, but I'm not sure. I, I'm i just going to have to see them because I don't know who the Union are going to poach, basically, midway through the season. Uh, I got a little bit of heat for India being as low as they are. Guys, you got to stop looking at them as the brand. You got to start looking at them as what they are. I mean, Lowry is a fantastic coach, but they – haven't made good signings their team does not look that good last year I said it I and I thought that Indy was going to make the playoffs last year because they had an easy schedule but even in my episode last year I said this is not the Indy of old and they are not going to be a good team I said that I straight up said it and I wasn't wrong I was not wrong and I believe that this to this day that until granted Lowry is going to bring a different kind of team to Indy. I just don't think they're good enough. So, there you have it. Um, this is a bit of a shorter episode, so um, maybe maybe if you uh, are still listening, here's a little surprise for you. Soon, I am going to be releasing the Hammering Down website. 
where you can find my podcast. You'll be able to find the USL show stuff. You'll be able to find the football forge stuff. And I have some stuff in there that I really want to do for you guys as well. I want to call it the fan focus blog where I'm going to be posting some stuff as just a fan where I want you guys to submit stuff for me. And we talk about, talk about your match day experience, talk about what the fans are thinking, what do the fans want. It's going to be slightly moderated. I don't want a whole lot of cussing and cursing and bad grammar might go wrong and fix it. And my one thing is that no matter what, you are going to put your name on this because I don't want anybody to start coming out with hot takes and start blaming it on me. (laughs) But if you guys enjoy talking tactics, post about it. If you guys enjoy, if you guys want to have a platform to discuss what you're feeling about the club that maybe is a little bit bigger than your Facebook or Twitter account, check out the Hammering Down website. I don't know when it's going to be up yet, but I hope it's going to be up before Atlanta United. I'm super stoked, Um, but there's a little bit of a teaser for that. But yeah. Until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm about to go watch the rest of this Bengals game and cover up because I'm freezing, like I said. Um, Until next time, guys, keep here.